Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, a way to keep your office mobile, we introduce you to OPR and scan using your hand. All that and more, so sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out, find crowdfunding projects, and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I'm KT Data, one half of the show, and joining me is a man that you may know that he is a savant in the world of digital <laughs> media. But what I discovered today, he he is also a Patreon of the live arts, the one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing today? Thank you. I am. I am. I love the live arts. I love me some live theater. <laughs> yeah. And um, so if you're watching live, this is why we were starting a little bit late. Drew is a... I wouldn't say indulging. He was helping future generations um, procure yes. their spot in the well, world yeah, of live performance. <laughs> in the world, it was really like I was. My job tonight was volunteering to to be a shusher in the back wings because this show it's a kids show, but there are eighty, like nearly eighty kids in the show. Oh, I thought it was yeah. like four or five kids. <laughs> Insane amount of kids, and so my job was to shush them. So anytime that I had a chance, I would be like shh, shh except for it's. Like shushing is louder than them talking, and so it had to be like I'd tap them on the shoulder and be like, "That's all I could do is just hand signals." But it's it's a beautiful show. The lighting is fantastic. The design is fantastic. Choreography is great. The singing is top notch for uh, for a kids show. Anyway, it's I can't wait just to see the real stuff because I'm gonna go as a parent and watch it in a couple of days. But I still get to volunteer most nights in the wings. Oh, that's 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 awesome. So I'm glad you actually made time for us and sacrificing your sleep for this so i appreciate I that I, I, really, I really do appreciate that so it makes it magic yeah if this is your first time for watching the show first of all welcome and uh before we actually go into our different projects of the night we talk about about news that happened in the world of crowdfunding and this first one i'm excited i know drew's probably excited about this oh, um because i mean we we've been doing this for four or five years now <laughs> Well, it feels feels like it. I thought we were like maybe three and a half, four, but yeah, no, we're up there. I I, I actually think it's somewhere around there now. I think, um, but you know, we're, we're excited. So Kickstarter has introduced what they are calling Kickstarter Live. So you're going like, well, what's what's that? You it's can live. you can now actually do live events on your Kickstarter page, project page, and the video will show up. Chat will be there. You can actually automatically archive them so people can rewatch them. And it has all the kind of different tools that allow your backers to interact with you. One of the coolest things in Kickstarter Live is that as you're watching, I'm, as my sources are broken because I'm doing this live, um, uh, is that the viewer can actually take a selfie using their built-in webcam oh. and actually send that to the project creator so they can see a kind of a snapshot of the person. Um, so they're like... Who can draw me a picture of something like this? And people can actually send their hmm. stuff in. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I I love it. And I have to say, this is one of the most elegant integration of a live video player I've seen in a while. Um, you can see, so it shows you the full image and all that. But the chat is actually a transparent box that slides in and slides out. And you can hide that. If you want to, and it, it, it's it's kind of really slick, and I'm surprised we haven't seen other sites try to use this UI for live instead of just having a separate chat box, right? Um, right. And it's kind of Periscope style, right? Yeah. They kind of done that. 
Um, and what I love about it is there's a chat. You can send questions and they'll they'll have answers. Or there's a pledge button right there, so you can just go and pledge the bu- project if you haven't. Um, another- wow, I think about all the information that you can get from live when you have questions directly and you're able to you know yeah. write out their comment and be like, hey, you guys, I want to know about this. Wow, this is great. Yeah, and, and you know, you might be wondering, what are people doing for the projects? They're kind of doing like live Q&As, which is probably the easiest one, but some people mm-hmm. are cooking you, you know, using the utensils and stuff live or doing live concerts and stuff for people um, and just showing you some of the behind the scenes, like designing stuff or just playing some of the rounds of a game if they're crowdfunding and things. Um, I think it's I'm, – I'm super excited about it. I love how it's integrated and I, it's available for everyone and it's not like you need special stuff. Um, I mean, Drew, Drew, you and I, you and I both know how much kind of gear it may take. So you need you need special stuff <laughs> yeah. to make it look really good. But this is kind of cool that they're, they're giving this access to everybody and be like, you throw up a webcam, you pull, open some mics, and you do a full Q and A with your project. Yeah. This is huge. Yeah. Um, and I love it. It's and it doesn't cost you any extra if you're doing it on Kickstarter. So it's almost a no brainer to not not do it, right? Right, right. And it's one of those things where you've already got. You've got a community. You've got people there that are interested. They've already either backed or, or like, you know, started your stuff. And so this is a tremendous way to follow along and to to get quick feedback, right? Hey, guys, we're looking at this. We're talking about this project. We're talking about this. Here's how we play the game that you're about mm-hmm. to, to buy, right? Imagine yeah. watching a live game get played of one of those board games. Yeah, and it might convince that person who's on the fence. Oh, I'm not sure how this works. And you just answered the question. They're like, yeah. It's like, okay, that – that totally makes sense. So, I'm I'm a huge fan of it. Um, and like, really, go check it out. The nice thing is, if you go to live.kickstarter.com, they will actually have a, a directory of projects that have done this before. So, if you're watching this and you're you know you're like, maybe I should try it. This might be a good time to jump in. You might be one of the first ones and get noticed before it becomes more commonplace. Right, right. I'm just saying, get it on the ground floor. All right. <laughs> so, for our next one. This is this is always a great one too. Um, so, normally at the end of a project, a, the the project creator is going to send out a survey, right? They'll be like, "I need to know mm-hmm. your T-shirt size or what color mm-hmm. of whatever." Um, like the polygons, they're going to have to send out a survey telling me, and I'm going to go back. I want the Tron one. I want the Death Star one, and <laughs> I want the original red one. Um, but you think there would be a little bit easier way of doing this, right? So. What Indiegogo has done is now they're, they've introduced what they call item options. So it allows you to actually, when you're creating your perks, you can actually add these item options such as color, and you can put blue, red, green, whatever. So when they actually go back the project, all they have to do is actually select the option while they're backing it, and it collects the data, data as they go. Um, okay, it makes and, total sense. Yeah, and it's it's pretty straightforward. You can add whatever you want because... Essentially, they'll give you a text box, which you can put your option title and then your values that you put in and type in. They just click and go. Um, how do you? Th- what do you think about this approach, Drew? Do you think it's going to work better than having those surveys get sent out and then ha- always run through that problem where people aren't answering their surveys and stuff? Or right, and it waiting? seems like I get like alerts and alerts after alerts like hey survey time and it's like four or five in a row they're like we're still trying to get it certified yeah this is when you claim it and you can kind of pick it and you can say because sometimes i don't want it you know i'd be like oh i don't know which color i want like on the fidget cube yeah let's just let's just put you know put the 
the uh the the support behind this tier and see what, you know see what comes up but it would still be nice to be like you know I I know what I want right now and I can change it later so I think that it's probably a a good idea to have this information imagine if you were talking about processing and and manufacturing things and you could say well we're going to do x number of this and and we're looking like already that there were that this one's winning out like you could have some data even for your production runs and stuff beforehand so I like this. Yeah, I mean, I I love the idea of being able to collect the data beforehand, and yeah. you know, you know, you're probably gonna have to be like, oh, if you want to change something, you can email us and all that stuff along with it. Um, but my solution for the fidget cube, Drew, if you're trying to figure out what colors you do, just buy five of them, like I did. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't have to even think about it. Yeah, just get <laughs> you can just get one of each. <laughs> Man, where is that? Yeah, like I know it funded, and I think. It's, oh, it's it's over. Yeah, right? it's over. Um, and it made gangbusters. But yeah, it did you know, fine. You know, and people are wondering. Oh, I know what it was. They they had a stretch goal like of a choose your own color or a special yeah. class, right? Yeah, of, they they crashed the all their polling websites <laughs> trying to trying to get yep. people to vote. Um, yep. And I think they finally just maybe even today announced that they that they did hit their that stretch for your backer designed color scheme and. And that one was. It's the Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo ish looking f- colors. Yeah. 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 They went with those cool colors. So that so, was kind of exciting. I'll probably get one of those. I'll get the Kickstarter edition. I'll, you know. I really only wanted three, but they didn't have an option for three. So I had to buy <laughs> five. <laughs> I'm laughing and yawning. <laughs> we shouldn't go this late. Yeah. It's just like those polygon things. I ended up backing three when I only wanted. Uh, or I wanted ended up yeah backing three when I only wanted two. Now they have a two tier, but I'm like, well, I was already planning on getting three, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm too lazy to go change things. Okay, so it now it is time for our kick shouts. We got a quick one. It's not actually really a crowdfunding project, but this is the only time we are going to get political on this show in this election season. Um, right, and this election day for for the recording day yeah, here. Yeah. Um. So. You may remember these guys because we actually interviewed Justin Robert Young, one of the guys who actually created this. And so a quick shout-out to The Contender, where you can find them at thecontender.us. Um, think Cards Against Humanity, except with a political twist, and it's amazing. Like These guys are great. They pay attention to all the... Um, de- all They had paid attention to all the debates, and within like a week, they were printing out new cards that you could put into the set. So... <laughs> Wow! Wow! <laughs> so if you if you like actually having kind of those debates with their friends or friendly competition, except in b- the political world, this is kind of a great thing to go check out. Go check out thecontender.us. Um, it's pretty cool stuff, and I think I personally think they're kind of cool guys too. So um, that is our our kick shouts, our quick shout outs. If you guys want to be featured on our kick shouts, we don't we don't discriminate. Well. Um, no, no, we're totally like we are. There's a little people. bit of discretion, but we'll pretty much if it's you know nothing totally bad, we'll we'll feature it. Just, we'll shout just, it, yeah. Shoot shoot us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net. All right, so on to our first project of the night, Drew. I don't know if you've ever had this problem because you actually have an office on campus. I do, um, but have you ever? I haven't seen... moved in quite yet, but yes, I <laughs> you have. Still moved. haven't moved in. <laughs> I still have a box, like a whole slew of boxes in the corner. It's been ten weeks. How in the world are you having like office hours and stuff? Are you just not having? I've got a chair on one side for them, a chair for me. Like that's as far as I've got. And like a card table or something. Yeah, and no. Um, So, so 
But as a student, I remember at university, especially during finals time, trying to find an empty table or something to go study was like nearly impossible because everybody had filled it all up. Um, and so continue on later into my life when I used to kind of do more of like wedding as a wedding DJ, mobile DJs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things is I'd have to make sure my client either would have a table there or I'd have to drag a table there. And that, my friends, is a pain in the butt when you drive in a sedan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Holy cow, yes. <laughs> so our first project of the night is called Office in a Case. And you're like, what? <laughs> this is a table and a chair that folds up into a little suitcase thing that you can carry around. <laughs> okay. I think we've seen some some stuff like this, but they have a table and a chair yeah. all mixed in. It, it, yeah, it's almost like those um, massage um, tables that you've seen uh-huh. people carry around. So I, I think right. it's actually about that size. And it folds out into this kind of full table, and inside it actually stores a chair that you can put together and sit down with. So it's not just a table. It's a table and a chair you're carrying along that's made out of plywood. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the dimensions are, let's see... Uh, 23.6 inches wide, 62.9 inches long, and about 30 inches high. So what is that? That's about uh, two feet wide, and mm-hmm. uh, what is that, four feet? If I can do the yeah, math. Yeah, two, two by almost four by, by two. Yeah, um, and then the chair is another about 20 inches by 35 inches high. So and this is when it's like yeah. set up, right? We're talking about like yeah, two foot by like almost uh, what five foot by you know just yeah. About when it's folded, it's twenty four inches by about thirty two inches. So not and that the bad. width. The width looks to be about maybe four or five inches. Like th- it really is briefcase ish, yeah. yeah, like a it, long briefcase. Well, yeah, what's great about it is it has Purple. like clips and stuff, and I love it. Um, it's simple. It has a handle, so you get so you you're not just like carrying a box around. Um. And like I, I really wish I had this when I was DJing because that really was pretty. I really like it. Yeah, and what's great about it is like you're probably like, okay, how how much weight can it hold? There's a picture of a guy standing on it, and in the yeah. video, they actually have three or four people sitting on sitting the table. Four people. I just watched it. Yeah. Four people sitting on it. Yeah. No, um, it's durable. But and what I love is the 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 way that they've designed the legs that they come out from each end, and then they have not just one like pivot. But a second one as well, so that you have several places where it's being. Um, yeah, so it's actually stable and not wobbly. Because I mean, that, that that's always annoying when you're like trying to type a paper in the table, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, Love it. I think could, this is fantastic. Yeah, could you see yourself using this? I mean, yep. I'm like, dude, live events. This, I'd take this. I don't have to worry about anything. If I don't use it, I can just lay it against the wall and it's out of the way. Um, and like it. And I love how much desk space you actually get on this. I would, uh, yeah, I would definitely throw this into a live event kit. Like we we've got portable, like you know, sh- show things that are all the tech gear. But I'm constantly looking for a chair and a table to go with it. Like every site we go to, hey, can I get a table? Can I get a chair? Otherwise, you're like squatting on the floor. This is fantastic. Yeah, and I'm trying to think how see how much it is. Um, a hundred and fifty dollars, which is not that bad at all. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, Especially for as good looking as it is, this yeah, isn't like yeah, melamine plastic, you know, or or, or fake wood. This yeah, and like it's, it's, it's pretty solid. Yeah, and it's handmade too. Like all of these, they're they're made by hand, hundred percent wooden, birch plywood, um, and they they kind of guarantee the quality on it. It comes in, you know, wood colored and more wood colored. 
<laughs> so natural birch, nut colored, lake black, and lake white. Um, I love the white. I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, I I totally get one of these. Um, if I had it, I actually bought one of those stupid folding tables. I'd still take this over that any day. Um, cause, this is really yeah, those because those other ones I'd have to you know you bring a tablecloth and stuff and hopefully it looks presentable. Um, I'd rather have this. So that is office in a case. Office in a case. All right. So speaking of kind of wood and nature, <laughs> our, that was our, our, our... <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Thinking of wood and trees and things that grow. Yeah, and the outside. You know, when I who actually... has a great project that is also outside yeah like we were going with this i'll take it from here hey i tried i tried i tried so my project today is an app which has you know it's an outdoor app but uh, i don't think that we've done an app for a while but this is a app called plant snap identify plants with an app and so the team over at green adam is looking to raise ten thousand dollars to help finish up a mobile app that they've started that will help you identify plants. So essentially the pro- the premise is I pick out my phone, I take a picture of any plant or tree or any living, um, you know, greenery, flora, fauna, whichever one that is. I never know. Is there flora, fauna? Are they different? <laughs> I don't know. I don't but go outside. You, right? They have it tied into a database. They can analyze the picture to a certain extent, and they can go, oh, well, what you've got there is a bird of paradise. What you've got there is the, I don't know what the fancy names are, like the Goldum Leftorum. <laughs> like, it'll tell you, and then it'll add that one to the, to the database, both like location-wise and that picture. Um, so it's kind of powered by AI and some pretty good algorithms. Yeah. I think it's really cool. There's a lot of data that's in there already. They're looking for, and this is what I like about it, they it's it's not like a brand new app like hey i've got this idea for something these guys have basically said we got a prototype we got this working if you can help us raise the money we can finish it up and put in you know community and some other elements to it that that polish it off and make it that much better but i love that they're already pretty far along in what they've been building for this yeah um and i i i, I was trying to think of kind of a creative name for what they're calling, because I was like, well, I, and I was thinking, okay, so we get OCR, which is optical character recognition, right? So right. We, we could do OPR, optical plant recognition. You down with OPR? Yeah, you know me. I'm down with OPR. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm optical plant recognition. That is yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the whole thing, take a picture of a plant and they look at it, and go being a fly trap, or you know, this is sage. I could shoot. I'd need this out in my herb garden. We've got this great <laughs> herb garden. I would be like shooting every plant and be like, is, is this a weed or is it? Yeah. Just Peach wants chives. Peach wants chives. And I'd be shooting all the plants. What's this? What's this? And I'd yell back up the steps. Honey, did I get the chives right? <laughs> She'll send me down for stuff like oregano and I get my time and my oregano messed up and I'll be like, I can't smell them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I, I think you're And think about it. You would only have to do it once or twice because then it would leave on the map where you found it. Yeah. So I, I'd assume you could go back to the map and be like, oh, yeah, this this is where the chives are. Uh, right, right. And for me, uh, one of the mentions in here, I'm just a little blurb, asks, I was like, what's stinging nettle and what's poison ivy? Because it oh, looks yeah. so different in spring <laughs> and in fall. And I have I have a park just down by my house. My kids are like they won't get off the walking trail because there's signs over by the little river that says beware poison ivy and they never they never know they're always like which one is it dad and so if i step off the trail to even go show them and be like it's this one right here they all freak out <gasps> don't don't get over you're gonna get some on you i was like no it's not gonna kill me 
but I'd love to be able to, to in other areas because, you know, I had one in my backyard and I was like, okay, if it's, if it's, you know, 200 yards down the street, it could possibly end up in my backyard. Yeah. I'd love to shoot it with plant snap and be like, yep, mark it. Yeah. I, yeah. I I love it. Cause I mean, how many times and this probably happens more to you than me. Cause I don't go outside. Um, <laughs> that's but, true. That's true. But you go outside you're with friends and you see this like cool flower, this cool plant. And you're like, what in the world is it? And all of you are like, Oh, just, <laughs> now, now you can pull it out and be like, yeah. And you know, it's part, it's part of that whole thing to be like, and then you can be like, yeah, I know what that plant is. And they'll be like, ooh, he's actually smart and educated. <laughs> and you're like, sucker. It's like a throwback to my scouting days. We used to take the the scout camp. I was a staffer at scout camp, and we would take a big nature walk. And part of the job was like the first week without any scouts, you'd learn all of the plants in different places, and you'd even label them. So then for the next eight weeks as you walked scouts through, you'd be like, and this is bearberry, and here's what it's good for. Here's yarrow. It will give you the runs. Here, you know, And you just – Teach all these things to people, which I thought was a fantastic, fun way to like learn all of the plants. But I kind of miss that. Like now, I'll walk in the mountains and I'll be like, "I think this is silver sink foil, but I'm not sure. I think this is the one that you're supposed to make like white aspen tea out of. I don't know. I would love it. This may or may not be edible. I'm not quite sure. That's what I would do. I always tell my girls, "What is it? Blue and white." No, white and blue is good for you, yellow and red, and you're probably dead yeah. or something like that to go with the berries. But I I love this in the way of just being identifying plants. Up on campus, there's tons of beautiful flowers, and they have so much greenery that I would love to, like, shoot a plant up there and go, oh, this gigantic bloom, which I absolutely fall in love with, is a peony. I want to plant one at my house. Take that into a nursery and be like, give me some of those. So I love this. This is Plant Snap, totally a back for me. Um, I, I love that it's, that's an app that it's very much like being developed, almost nearly developed. They've got some pretty good pledges in, uh, the one, 12, 20, $30 range, uh, that go everywhere up to tote bags, coloring books. I think they have a rain gauge as one of their perks, um, a premium version of the app, seed packets, like it just kind of keeps going up. But as an app there, it's hard to come up with tiers, right? It's hard to come up with things that you're going to give away or support people with um, because it's an app and usually you know the idea is we'll put it in the store and we'll make money in the app store yeah, especially this one i think it's supposed to be a freemium app too yeah and so there will be a vision a version that'll be free whether you back it or not now granted they've only asked for ten thousand dollars and i think that's really low yeah i don't i think they're probably on the ramen diet and not even the cup yeah. ramen diet diet <laughs> Maybe not even because it costs so much more than that to develop an app. And I know they're kind of halfway through, but they've got 37 backers. They've not quite even pushed $700 yet. So uh, with their le- next month, they've they've got to get in and do some serious PR and, and marketing to get the traction. Because I think it's a really cool app and, and it, at that it's a low number. And if they were to hit enough plant uh, blogs and you know go to the right places and find the right audience – People would come in here and drop five and six dollars and just be like, "Yeah, I want to yeah. see that happen." But I'm afraid, looking at it now, I just, I just don't know if they've, uh, if they're going to be able to spread the word far and mm-hmm. wide enough. They got, they got to go find all those. Uh, what are the the plantologist ones? Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. We need or, plantologists. Yeah, plantologists. I, and I'm, I'm sure I swear there's... I went to college. I swear. I'm sure there's like <laughs> Facebook groups galore. Find maybe a plantologist Facebook groups. 
But but I think I think they have to they have to do that. They might even find some Plants vs Zombies fans. That's oh dude, imagine if they like teamed up with PopCap and stuff. I bet you that would just totally boost their plunges at that point. Right, and then it just the app gets made. Like it sounds <laughs> like it's going to maybe get made at some point. They just want to polish it up and put some stuff in there. <sighs> anyway, so it's a it's totally a back for me. But I but I have some fears that they're not going to be able to push this far and wide enough. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, our show will do a little yep. bit of oop for them. Even a little bit of boost, because um, yeah, I I'm excited for it. I I've ever since smartphones had start, you know, smartphones became prevalent with cameras and stuff. I'm like, why? Yeah, why can't we do this? Right. Right. Uh, all right. So a little bit about smartphones. One of the things. Do you do this? Um, say you got like a piece of paper with a note on it, or like your prescription and stuff. Have you ever taken a picture of it? So, oh, all the time. You, so you can have a backup of it on oh, your yeah. phone. Yep. Um, there's problems with that. Like sometimes you'll get like like I, I'm notorious to doing this that I'll put it on the ground and take a picture of it, and then there's gonna be like my foot or something that's in the page <laughs> on the image <laughs> of the page, just because I'm like, oh, I just need a quick snap, right? Or um, the, the greatest thing is, have you ever done the print this document, sign it, and then scan it so you can email it back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do that. I do that a lot, um, and I wish it was easier because pretty much the only place I can do that right now is at work because that's right. We you have the all in one. So right. our, ne- our next project is actually called the Pup, which is a pocket scanner. And you're probably like, oh, it's like one of those wand things that you wave over, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not quite that. It's a little like handheld thing, almost like a flashlight. And when you press the button, it actually projects out a laser in a rectangle shape so you can get the perfect – so if it's like a piece of paper, you just move it until the rectangle actually is around the piece of paper and then oh. hit the button. It will scan it and automatically upload it to Dropbox or Office 365 what? or your cloud service. Um, you just aim, click, and go. And you're, so you're like, well, what, what is the new? This is – I think this is like one of the sleekest implementations I've seen of this is yeah. like you can see there this guy scanning receipt, but you can scan up to all the way like large pieces of paper, even a book. Um, I really like I th- the thing that I think really changes it is is actually those laser guides because even on the phone right. app you're per- you're going like back and forth. Is it in the you know some of them will give you like a white yeah. box that you try to line. Yeah. It takes too much. This one I think is so much easier because you're like the lines are on. Let's go. Uh, right, and you don't you don't need to build an entire LCD interface to be able to look at something and be like, did I frame it right? That laser takes the place of any sort of interface. Yeah, um, that's brilliant. And it, it, they've just made it so easy to do that. I I think this is a slick implementation. It's obviously not for everybody because if you're not scanning stuff, obviously, um, it's not what you want. But I really I really like it. The only thing that I'm a little reluctant on is I'm not sure what the resolution is. They say it's um, you can get really good because there's anti-reflection. It has its own light on it. So if you're doing it in a dark room, it actually shines its own flash so it can get the right lighting it's on it. Thing. Um, and they have this, yeah, and a sharpness control, which I'm not quite sure um, <laughs> what, what that works. But it, it, some of the features like auto-crop, auto-rotate, Auto compress, um, curve fixing. So if you're like scanning off a book, it will try and straighten it out for you. Oh, nice. Um, and it runs off wi- Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. 
And it says it can scan up to A, A2 size paper to A6 size paper. So I think A6 is the legal size, isn't it? Yeah, which I think is it like is. The long, long paper. Bigger, longer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which I really like. And it does OC. Speaking of OCR, it does OCR. OCR. It, do, it does OCR to Word and to Excel. So um, I know, you know, if you're doing your taxes and stuff, you can get them receipts right into Excel. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Does this sound like something you'd have in your pocket? Well, yeah, or at least in the office, right? Because I scan stuff all the time just in the office or if I knew I was going to a meeting or something. I love not having papers. But I also love if you notice they had like a, a thumb space where you can choose where you're going to send it to. Like you were saying, like, is yeah. it going through email? Am I sending it to Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram? Like yeah, any of can, the stuff yeah, that you, you scan, just, you choose. You can just pick. And I love it. And the thing that I like at, at least a little bit better than some of the scanners do you don't have to worry as much as about clean glass. Have you ever done that scan and then there's just yeah. like a strip of black that was smudged on the glass or something? You're like, dang it, and I have to go back and redo it because yep. it's so dumb like that. Um, I, I, I love this idea. I love how compact it is and just how seamless it needs to be. You don't need to have a giant copy printer fax machine anymore. But, but even then, so I so I do love it, and I think it's fantastic. I'm gonna call it a track for me on this one because just looking at like their their perks, retail on this is gonna be about two twenty nine, and I feel like yeah, it's doing a whole lot of cool stuff. But one of the major things for me was like without a LCD screen, you must be cutting the price back somewhere. I know it's making it more compact, and maybe that's where I'm going wrong. But I'm thinking, eh, two twenty nine seems like an awful lot for for us. A wand, not a wand scanner, you know, but like a picture taker. When I can shoot it with my phone and use an app to turn yeah. OCR. So, so two twenty nine seems hefty, really hefty for a one trick pony. Um, so I'm gonna track it. I'm gonna track it. But I love the idea. I do love the pocket idea where they and the lasers for sure. Yeah. Love that. And and think about it. if they get to their hundred fifty thousand dollar goal or a stretch goal, they'll add streaming video into it. So maybe then you can wear it on your head and just like stream when you're not scanning stuff. Yeah, and maybe that, maybe you have the lasers go out so you you feel a little bit Terminator ish. Be like, <laughs> if you are inside this laser box, you are live right now. Stand back. I like that a lot. Maybe that'll get your students to stop bothering you. <laughs> I'm live. I'm live right now. Yeah. So if you want to complain about your grades, you better get in the red box. <laughs> Um. Yeah. For for me, it's a track too, just because I understand not everybody scans things. Um. But I just love how elegant it is. Um. And like, I I wouldn't even be bothered if I had to do multiple pages because I think it's quick enough where it'd be like boop switch boop switch. Um. Yep. That you can go with it. So I really like it. Um. And that is the pup. So make sure you guys check that out. All right, my friends. It is time. For the sack of the week. And um, so, Drew, you and I, we like our smartwatches. Yes, we do. Um, Love it. Do you use your smartwatch to tell time? Um, yes, all the time. I'm constantly looking at it and be like, got to go, got to go, next thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, all the time. So, so our, our sack of the week is called the Motto. And it is a wristwatch that does not tell time. <laughs> this one just makes me sad inside. Because it's like... All it does is instead of where the clock is, they've engraved their motto 
Time is re- irrelevant when you've dedicated when you're dedicated to what you love. And this is true. And this is true. But I don't need a bracelet to wear every yeah. day, all day to remind me. Um, I, and it is pretty. I'll tell you, it is. Yeah. It's laser etched, and it's pretty, and it's great. Yeah. And for some reason, it adds in that stupid little magnifier for where the uh, your your where, date <laughs> where the date should be. But there's nothing there. Like that right there kills me. The fact that there is like a little a little block that's like a little bit magnified for nothing. <sighs> So I, what do we call this? Like it's a sack of the week, but it's because it's like such a doofus thing to do. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna have a watch that just is for looks with no time, no hands, no like. It just. It, oh. <laughs> it is the head shaker. And then, and then, like, look how much they're charging. So if you want two of them, it's three hundred dollars. You can buy an actual nice watch for that much, or a smart watch for that much. Ah. Uh. It's so, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I know, like, somebody had this great design for, like, a watch, and then they just felt like, well, all the good watch faces have been taken. What's something that's never been done? I actually have a feeling, if Johnny Ive had to design something, he, a watch, he'd probably design it like this. <laughs> just it like is, how he's getting rid of all the holes in his devices. It's, this is the same thing. We've never made a watch more useless than this. <laughs> we've never made a watch... More gold and more clear than this. This is the best one we've made. Oh, my gosh. But we think you'll like it. We think you'll like it a lot. <laughs> People are going to love this watch. This this is hilarious to me. Uh, I just I don't understand. And, it, and here's the weirdest part. It's been backed by forty-four people, and Shit. it's already raised nearly yeah, $7,000 for a non-watch. There is not a watch here. This, this, this is. I think this enters the world of fashion, where I don't think you and I understand at all. It this. has a crown that turns that like. Yeah, this is it. It's a. It's a world of fashion we don't get because I. I don't know who. I, I mean, it's a gimmick. I'd show this at a party and be like, "You want to see something funny? I paid. I paid two hundred bucks for this thing, and it doesn't tell the time." Yeah, it just. I just feel like that's the most hipster thing to do with your stupid <laughs> you mustache, it. and you, you got that. <laughs> Bro, check it out. I spent 200 bucks on this. And it doesn't tell time, but you can turn the knob. Yeah. And then his bro will be like, bro! And then they'll drink their PBRs. Uh, <laughs> Stacy just texted to say, are you okay down there? <laughs> Apparently I'm getting a little loud with my disdain for our sack of the week. <laughs> um, I, just, I just, yeah, I just I don't understand. Wow. So, so before Drew gets into more trouble, that <laughs> is the end of the show. Um, of course, you can also go find our old episodes where Drew may be a little more cognizant. I am. I am <laughs> so, I'm awake a little bit more in the other shows. I don't laugh as loud. I'm a little loopy tonight. Yeah. Um, and you, you all going to hell. <laughs> you can you can find all that at cast um dot net of course we would love to hear you guys if you have a sack of the week or you, if you can defend the motto somehow um we'd right? love to hear you or if, if you want to contact us for anything projects you want us to talk about news that you think is cool shoot us an email kickcast at ktdata.net or leave it on our facebook page facebook.com slash kickcast of course twitter is always a good place um you can always see the shenanigans that drew and i are up to um True. i love it i mean like today drew tweeted out or did you tweet or facebook 
one of the two, a link to a square in Russia showing the mass rioting. Yes. For the elections. Yes. I think it was a tweet. It was just a little, uh, it was hilarious, this guy. And I helped him set up his live stream in Russia, but he was just, <laughs> he took a picture out of this like Pushkin Square, which is a very nice, calm, like town square of this very famous place. And it just said, people are, you know, up in arms and they're fearing a Trump loss because the Russians are running the election or something like that. And yet, it's like everybody going about their daily business. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just, it was, it was satire. It. it was funny. Most yeah. people didn't get it. But yeah, I, I loved it. I'm, I was like, what's going on? And I hit play. I'm like, ah, this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, so you can find Tim at night 20 on Twitter at KT data for myself or at KitCast for the show. Feel free to reach out. Um, I think the most political I got today on my Twitter feed was talking about how fun sized candy is not actually fun sized. And that is, uh, yep, and I yeah. back you up on that. Yeah, that's that's what we should be so, talking about, yeah. folks. It's a yeah. travesty. It's a travesty. So, uh, make sure you guys check that out. Of course, our next live episode is going to be November. What it is two weeks from now? Twenty uh, something. Wow, really? <laughs> Thanksgiving week? Yeah, twenty uh, second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we may or may not have a show that week. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see where we go. <laughs> Depends on how much turkey Drew and I plan on consuming. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on that, of course. And um, I think that's all we got. Drew, you got anything to plug before we go? Uh, nothing to plug. I am well. I'm totally stoked about this Kickstarter live. The ability to do live on Kickstarter is huge. I'm excited about that. So yeah. I'm going to look way more into that. Yeah. If you want to find experts in doing live shows, and I promise yeah. we're professionals, please contact us. Yeah. Kind of know a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We will see you in two. Mm-hmm.